Hello and welcome to episode 89 of the Flames Fancast. Happy New Year. I wish you all the best for 2023. And as always, as I say at the end, we're really thankful that you're here. It's so nice of you to listen to tune in. And uh, we got a bit of a different episode for you today. It's been a bit of a while for us since we recorded. We took a bit of a winter break, but you know, it's conveniently halfway through the season. So we're going to do a mid-season report card, mid-season review look at where we started the season, how we've done so far, where we where we hope to go and I'm um, I'm going to ask Jenka a bunch of over under questions at the <laughs> okay. end that that you know that should be exciting for everybody except Jenk. So I don't like over under questions. Don't want to uh, do They're going to be good. They're going to they be better good. be good. They're they're going to I'm I'm going to think of them. That's a lot of pressure to put I'm on yourself. I'm going to think of them as we do this show. I feel like you cave under pressure. No, never. In never. multiple facets of your life. I am not like origami. I don't fold under pressure. <laughs> yeah, okay. A few soccer seasons together would say otherwise, but anyway. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, January, what, what's the day today? I think January it's the thir- 13th, isn't it? No, it's the 12th. You're January right. 12th, so apologies, we haven't had we an just, episode. Uh, we just beat St. Louis, the second away game yeah. on our road trip here. Great game, to be honest. Last episode we had was December 20-something. Anyway, so glad to be back, and glad to be starting off this podcast with at least a win. Against St. Louis, in which case, that was a doubleheader against St. Louis, right? Yeah, so um, we lost the first one in OT, and then we won tonight in regulation, so. Yeah. St. Louis, for all intents and purposes, is a wild card rival, so that's good. Yep. Um, but, I mean, let's start with this. We're halfway through. If you had to give the Flames a grade for the season so far, holistically, all in, what would it be? C+. Plus. C plus. Okay, why? It's been passable because we're not C's get degrees kind of mentality. C's get degrees, here. exactly. Like I'm kind of looking at this team thinking at the beginning of the season I thought they had something they were arguably better on paper. It might go to show you that it takes a lot of time for a team to gel as well, but um back to the question, it's C plus because we're not like away from a total meltdown, but we're also like a few losses away from a meltdown. Like it always seems like every, every other week we're either thinking this team is going to like shit the bed or get back into like the race of getting top spot of the div or something like now that's become a lot more unrealistic because you know, guys like Seattle for fuck's sake are playing well, but I just feel like we're always on this bubble of like, why do we even bother playing these games slash? Well, why can't we play like that every game? You know, I I disagree a little bit in the fact that, yes, you're right, we're on the verge of a meltdown, but somehow we find a way to not melt down. Yeah. And maybe in the back of my mind, that optimistic voice says, that's the sign of a good team. But I look at a lot of other teams who, you know, do melt down, and they melt down hard. And then you just can't recover from that. But we've, we've, gone, we've had streaks in our season where we've lost like seven, six in a row, right? We've, we've recovered from that. We haven't let that define us for the season. So, so just a second. Is Craig McTavish an assistant coach for St. Louis? <laughs> I, I, I totally missed <laughs> wow. that. Wow. I'm not sure. I don't think so. But anyhow. I should check that. The mel- uh, I think we've managed to. We've been on the precipice of a meltdown many times. But we've managed to avoid the meltdown, and I think that's the sign of a good team. So, so I mean, but in fairness, and to your point, yes, we've avoided it. 
by and large. Our division is not great, but our division also has teams that are doing well. Yeah. Right? Uh, we got 49 points. To, uh, sorry, we have 49 points as of tonight. Right. 43 games played, right? 43 games played. The Kraken have 54 and 41. So they got yeah. a few games well, they, on hand. They're on like a seven-game win streak. Yeah, they're crushing it. So... The Kings, to my surprise, are doing incredibly well at 56 points and 45. And then the Golden Knights at 56 points and 42. So it's we kind of keep up, but then there's all these like other factors of like, well, fuck. And then we'll have like three bad games to your point. And then it's like, well, God damn it. And then we went five or something like that. Like we can't keep that up and then go into playoffs with any type of momentum. We have to finish strong. Yeah. And, and I, there aren't many games left. I, really. I, I don't think <clears throat> we have to finish strong. We have to have a strong second half. Yeah. Because... And it has to be a strong second half against division rivals. So to highlight a game, you can't be losing to Chicago in any state. We lost to them in overtime, fine, but that's not a game you can afford to lose from yeah. a team who's basically thrown in the towel to get Connor Bedard. And And it's so obvious too. You know, like, it's not that was the first game of a road trip. You knew it was coming. Um bad loss. And I mean, maybe that was I don't know. A loss like that should shake the team up a bit. Like, as in, guys, if you're not gonna win games like that, let's just not even fucking bother showing up. But you know, you're at that halfway point. You can't really do the whole tank thing anyway. You're so far behind on that. You're halfway through, and no. now you also can't sit there and go five hundred the odd month. Because you got 40 games left, right? Or 39 games left, no. right? And so why I say you're running out of games, even though you're only 50% of the way there, is that now you've run out of the slack on the rope of making the playoffs slash going 500 the odd month. You can't do that anymore, right? And everyone's kicking into next gear now. Especially after the play- uh, All-Star break, everyone's going to be in sixth gear. Yeah. The guys yeah. that are in the, f- the same spot as the Flames, they're going to be pushing into fucking playoff gear. Yeah. So you're going to have to step up your game even more for these last 39, 40, whatever. It's 39 games, right? So, yeah, you're... No, 40, 41. 41? Oh, 30, no, we've 30. played 41. Have we not? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. right, you're right, right. The midway point's so, 41. Yeah, so we got 41 games left. Sorry, shit math. And you just can't... You can't play... No, 82 games. 39 was right. Yeah. But we're at 42. Two we're games? 43 games. Oh, we're at 43 games. Yeah. So I was right the first time. Yeah, okay, yeah. anyway. So the point is, you got to play, you got to step it up a notch and be more consistent. That's yeah. why it's a C plus up to this point, because it's like, you could have been in a better spot right now. This team on paper and some games that we saw where they were playing brilliantly warranted a better spot than this, right? But your inconsistency and all this horseshit, yeah. Here we are. Yeah, that, 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 that's largely what it boils down to, I think, inconsistency. And I, I think, too, it's been a lack of being able to utilize our strengths, <clears throat> which we haven't been able to do. Our depth is one of our strengths. And, you know, clearly, unfortunately, our star players are not one of our strengths at this point. It would be nice if they were, but they're not. So when we do get depth production, get, de- get a depth game where, you know, all four lines can roll... We look strong. We look, we look good. I don't know how you feel about watching pretty much every game where we colossally outshoot the opponent. 
I know you mentioned off air when we were watching the St. Louis game the uh, Edmonton coach's comment about our. Well, shots. he's a piece of shit, by the way. <laughs> Everyone and anything involved with that team or that city. Anyway, I promised myself I wouldn't talk about them this season, so I'm going to stop but, right there. But he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, it's hard as a Flames fan not to feel frustrated by some of the shots we take, which seem to be very low percentage. And then we, we end a game with, you know, f- high 40s in shots and two goals, and we are losing. Yeah, and, and it's frustrating. And we've let in four, and they've had 25 shots. There's a lot wrong there. There's a lot going on, but... I mean, I, I guess it's. I guess it comes down to a growing pains and b consistency because the core of the team has changed, um, the, especially the forward core. So perhaps that explains why we're struggling to find any kind of consistency in scoring or star star player scoring. But I mean, like, and so what are you rating the team up until this point? <sighs> Yeah, you know, I it's not a it's not a it's not the D's or it's not the A's. It's not a B plus, it's not a C minus, it's not a C, it's not a B. Yeah. I I I'm very close to you. I'll go B minus. Okay. Cause we're You can make an argument for both. We're to in be the honest. playoffs. Yeah. We're not some days we're good, some days we're bad. And some days those bad and days are really even the bad. bad days have just been because of one or two things. And by that, I mean we're not scoring enough or the goaltending has let us down because the goaltending has let us down on occasion this season. Numerous games. More, more often than I'd and, like. And more often than I'd like. And it's our number one, not our number two doing that. So I'll go B minus. I'll say B minus overall grade for the half. If we perform at this level leading up, we will make the playoffs. We'll be out in the first round. Or we get in, we squeak in, and then we get that low no, expectation. No, but I think if we're going to squeak in, we have to be one of those teams who people are afraid of who squeaked in. We yeah. have to be the, when we were first in the Pacific, we have to be the Colorado Avalanche who kicked our ass in the first round. Yeah. That's what we have to be. But we're not that team. We don't have, unless Huberto becomes a McKinnon. Which is not. That's not us. I, I, think, I think in the second half of the season, the Flames need to find and solidify their identity. And they have to be, they have to embrace that. So whether it's a more, you know, a diminished role for star players or whether some player begins to elevate themselves or, you know, maybe Mangiapane starts to play a little better or Huberdeau starts to be a, at least a point-per-game player. Whatever it is, if we find that identity and we solidify that, I think we'll do a lot better. I think the keys to being successful are are more attainable for us at the second half of the season because I think we have a lot more potential than we've shown. What do you think our identity is now? Our identity is a deep team, a, a, a deep defense who can come at you from many angles and a, a, a physical, hard-nosed hockey. My take on it is a strong forechecking, high energy shot taking team. Yeah. Yeah. Both are right. I yeah, mean, you both combine are right. those two things now. Now, but it's missing key elements to be successful in the playoffs. You, you need those. We never mentioned speed. Exactly. We never mentioned goal scoring. We never 100%. mentioned skill. We never mentioned like special teams or threat. Yeah. We never mentioned any kind of offensive or defensive strength. It was all team attributes. 
Yeah. And kind of all those things that you can control on any given night, right? Effort things. It's not like we have the X factor in this player who's just so much better than everybody else. Yeah. But as we can see from uh, an unmentionable team to our north, even that might not make a difference <laughs> because, oh my gosh, 15 points or whatever it was when I checked a couple days ago, more than anyone else in the league is just insane. But yeah, your team is, your team is garbage. It's because- still a team game, right? And Listen, whatever happens, I am always going to maintain that Jonathan Huberto is getting paid $1 million more than Don, Dar- Darnell Nurse, and that's a good deal. <laughs> but Huberto has been... I'd imagine this is going to be one of your questions. but uh, I mean, I was just going to kind of move up, but... We'll move let's, up. Let's Do go that. with this. Who's been the most... And let, let's keep this bit a bit short, but who's been, your mo- who's been the most standout player for you? Who's been the kind of most unsung hero like most underrated flame and who's been the most disappointing so let's start out with the standout there are no standouts for me like i think lindholm was the only one that okay consistently does um but he's nowhere near what he was last season uh and zadorov for me is the unsung hero so my standout is vladar you know what? I'm going to change mine and I'm going to go Vladar. Like, that's totally true. Oh, yeah. You, you know what, man? No, yeah. Well, I you, fucked up. You know what? At least I fucking admitted you're it. You're a smart guy. You know, I'm, I'm going to take you know your what? answer. You know what? I'm a stubborn guy, but here, I'm going to have to fucking tip my hat to you. And you know what? I should have known my better. My standout is Vladar because every single chance that the guy has been given, he's taken. Yeah, that's a good And point. every single time when he kind of feels like he should have more of an opportunity... There's no complaint, and he comes back with the absolute perfect attitude every time. Amazing game tonight, and you heard the stats. His last eight games before the win tonight, so now he's 6-0-3. Three overtime losses, three on three. Anything can happen, shootout, anything can happen. 6-0-3, you're taking that all day. All day with the goalie. And for whatever we want to say about Markstrom, you know he's backing up Markstrom, taking the pressure off. <clears throat> the guy deserves... Uh, an opportunity to be the starter, in my opinion. But yeah, I think you, I think you got to cut the cord and just do it at this point because there's been too many games where Markstrom has like just incredibly disappointed. And not only that, it doesn't matter if he's played, uh, if he's not playing great in net. It's it's the way he plays poorly in a small spurt of the game that completely demoralizes the rest of the team. It's like when you get two goals in like five minutes that. Just were soft. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. this deflating thing, and that ripples through the team, and then the team just plays bad. It's hard I, to recover, right? Even as a viewer, I'm watching. I just feel more confidence with Vladar. But that's the other and, factor, right? And I wonder if the players feel that because I just feel like there's no easy goal. If you're going to beat him, you have to beat him well. I, I feel like we take more risks offensively when we have Vladar net than we do with Markstrom. Especially our D. I think our D always gets super aggressive with Vladar and Net. I- I've noticed that which quite is, a bit. Which is how we should be playing. But that's, that, but that's our identity. High four check, high press. Right? So then you have a goalie that's complimenting that when he's in net. So, yeah. Okay, so for Unsung for me, I'm kind of torn because I... No, not really. My Unsung is Toffoli. Really? He's just done... He's done well. He's been solid. He's taken his chances and he scored and he scored some clutch goals for but us. But don't you think a guy that we 
traded that much for and paying we did, we that much. We didn't trade that much for. He's getting paid four million. He's As... he's performing on a top line. He's doing what he has to do. I feel like he's doing what we expect. <laughs> Perhaps him. that's the lowest line, but yeah, maybe. M- my other call was respectfully. Gonna be... I disagree, just because I think he's playing where he should be at. My yeah, Zadorov unsung, but he's just been good. He's not unsung. Like he's he's been good. I guess, but I think nobody really expected that. I I didn't I, I didn't expect to fully well, to be as good I, as though, he was. To be honest, I actually expect I I I saw it before anybody else. Okay? I thought Zadorov <laughs> was gonna be fucking amazing. You know what? I'm on audio for that, by the way. Yeah, um, we're on I, audio for everything. But I think Toffoli, I think, yeah, maybe, I don't agree with you here. Like, I think Toffoli is kind of where he should be, and I think Zadorov is playing above where he well, I mean, is was the, expected. Okay, aside from Zadorov, who else is playing above expected? Maybe Anderson? Uh, and, well, that's spurts, though. Not every Ladar. game. Ladar. Ladar. Is that, is that it? Yeah, I mean, not really. Lucic, I don't... No, well, Lucic is on... Okay, in fairness to Lucic, he's been better since he got put on that line. At the flip side, though, how can you be worse playing on that line? Listen, it'd be tough, but I I know players could find a way. If anything, I, I will praise Lucic's attitude. Like, I'm sure it helps being paid that, but for him to get benched, like that for a few games and then come back and, you know, like almost be like, look, you almost looked relieved in some of those pre-game conferences, like when he was getting asked about being benched and he's like, yeah, like, you know, I wasn't good, right? Like he, it's not verbatim what he said, but you can tell like his attitude was like, yeah, I fucking sucked and I got to have a better attitude toward it and I'm going to get my chance now again. I want to show that I belong here. In fairness, after that, he's been better. He's been putting more effort every shift, and now he's getting chances with playing with Huberdeau and Kadri. And to be honest, that line has done pretty good. Um, now, would I rather have Matthew Phillips on that line? Absolutely, fucking lutely. But we don't have that choice or that luxury right now. Um, Lucic is kind of still below what I was. Actually, you know what? No, beginning of the season, we were saying who's going to be the biggest flop. I said I felt like Lucic is going to hit a fucking rock bottom this year, and so far that was looking pretty correct. Guy, but, guy bounced back. But he bounced back, and I'd rather be wrong and see him do well, right? I'm glad um, you say you'd rather be wrong because you're wrong a lot. Yeah, but I want to be wrong to the benefit of the Flames, not be wrong to the detriment. It just, I just meant in general, in everything, not just the Flames. Don't just, you know that I trade opposite? Like, I think one thing's a good trade, and I end up doing the opposite for it. It's been working really well. <laughs> you, know, you've, you've, you know your weakness, This you, is the, you play around the it. The George Costanza approach in life, you do the opposite of what you normally would think is the right move. Just do the... If you looked at every wrong thing that you've done in life, and you thought, if I just did the opposite... But what about every right thing I did? Yeah, but how much do you get right? What do you think? What do you uh, think your ratio question. is all time? Thirty percent. That's a good question. Twenty yeah. percent. but you know, it's less than fifty. I could tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, knowing you for a while, I think it's less than a fifty percent ratio. Okay, oh, just yeah, like me. I'm, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. just saying. You know, I think average. You'd be up anyway. Okay. Um, most disappointing. Most disappointing. Huberdeau. Weaker for me. Okay, so the two Florida guys are the yeah, most disappointing. Sad, sadly, sadly. And, and sadly, it's like, it, 
those are two guys that we were all kind of banking on. Like, maybe, did we just hype them up too much? No, did, maybe Uyghur got hyped up too much. Huberto was second in points in the NHL last yeah, year. Yeah, but did, did you, how many Florida games did you watch outside the playoffs? Um, well, I had Huberto in my hockey pool, and I watched the amount of points he got. And okay, he's not but that playing, doesn't count. He's not playing on a line with Barkov most of the time. He's playing with like Sam Bennett. And okay, no, that's fair. I'm not. I'm not questioning you. I'm just saying he was a power play maniac. Um, and it's not like we have bad players on the power play. I'm admitting that my my excitement was purely based on points that I saw. We're we're and missing, what I saw. Well, what I briefly saw in the playoffs. We're missing a pure goal scorer, a guy 100%. who just you know, as Kelly Rudy said tonight when Walker Dewar got that goal. I liked it because he was selfish and he shot the puck. Okay? Walker Dewar is not that guy for the Flames. That was a great goal. Great first NHL goal. But we need that guy for the Flames so that these... Lindholm is not that guy. And, you know, the Lindholm, Johnny, Kachuk line, it worked so well because there was just so many combinations in that line yeah. that it, the chemistry was there. Lindholm and was even a great in, even compliment. Even in that line, tell me who is the bona fide goal scorer. Wait, when it was it's Lind- not Johnny, Kachuk is Kachuk is a great all round player. No, it was Lindholm. It's not Lindholm either, but Lindholm. I don't think Lindholm. You think Lindholm is a Lindholm is like a backland on steroids. No, an amazing I, I, two way player. He is a good two way player. He's a good versatile player, but I don't think he's backland on steroids. I really do think he's got pure goal scoring ability as long as he's complemented with someone that gives him service. But I just don't think he's. I don't think he's the total goal scorer that you want. No, he's not and a those pure... Are, don't get me wrong. Those yeah. are rare. Yeah. Those are rare. He's not a pure goal scorer, if that's what you're saying. Yeah. That, that... But he's a sniper. He's yeah. got some nice I, I goals. I don't deny right? he's, a, he's a sniper, but he's not the... This is our guy who's going to bag the goals. Yeah, he's not the guy that takes the puck in the middle of the ice and everyone gets excited when he moves up and enters the zone. He's not that guy, right? He's never been that guy. And listen, maybe the... Like I thought, when I, when I was look at the type guy. of player in the NHL, maybe we're moving away from that. We're maybe. moving away from pigeonhole type players, and we're moving more towards you know all round players. But um, yeah, but you know, all these teams that won a cup, they have that fucking sniper, or sorry, that pure goal scorer. We just don't, we don't have that, and it's not that someone can evolve into that. Like Mangiapane needs to be more selfish. He needs to be <laughs> more. <laughs> More selfish with the puck on his stick and just shoot more. He shot a lot tonight. Got a bit unlucky. Two cross. Well, he hit the cross. Yeah. So yeah. he's been honestly, he's been hitting a lot of fucking posts lately. And he's so. been playing better lately. But you yeah. know, I, I'm asking for a guy to elevate his game who is probably a second liner. Yeah, and that kind of explains the state of our goal scoring. You you hit the jackpot when you find that kind of line chemistry. That's a goal scorer, playmaker, yeah. and then you know, 200 foot center. Yeah. All play, all wrapped into one there, right? Yeah. You know, you're Patrick Kane, you're Jonathan Tate. But I thought Huberto would be that 200 foot player. No, he's not. He's but he's not at all. Garbage. Yeah, he's. I I thought he'd be he's, better. I don't know why. Kadri is that. that. Kadri's that guy. Yeah, Kadri's that guy. But Kadri's also not the exciting, overly offensive. No, guy. but he's a great Daryl Sutter player. But it, it well, hasn't. It I, hasn't look, man, panned I, out. I have no. But, I don't really have too much complaint about. Well, Kadri, how do you but, feel that Kadri is our all star? What does that say about the makeup of the team? Well, it, it just says that we don't have a pure offensive talent. Because we're one of the few teams that I think, look, we don't have one guy over 40 points. 
but we also have over 10 guys with 20 points, right? Okay. Which is no, but like my point is like if you look at that top 10 of points on the team, nobody really stands out for anything. Like, look at the goals. When you think that Lindholm should have the most goals on the team, it's fucking Kadri. And then yeah. number two is Toffoli. Yeah. And then it's Lindholm, right? And so to your point for Toffoli doing a little bit more than great. He's got 15 goals, 19 assists, right? But there is nothing here that screams to me crazy offensive talent anywhere. And if, frankly, if you're picking Kadri as your all-star, I mean, the guy... It, it was just the best of the rest. It's the best of the rest. That's exactly what it is, right? Because, you know, Huberto should be nowhere near where he is on this team. Like, he's got eight goals and 21 assists. What the fuck? That's not even close to what he should be doing or what I thought he should be doing. And, you know, it's back to what Rick said. Maybe he's just not that good, <laughs> right? Maybe he's not. I mean, look, he had good seasons with Florida. And I'm not saying that, I'm not discounting what he did in Florida at all, but maybe the chemistry in Florida was just exactly what he needed. And what he has in Calgary is the complete opposite of what he needs. And when I expect a good stalwart player to join the Flames, it means that he gels with anybody. Anybody. Right? Like, Monaghan gelled pretty quick when we got him. Right? Well, Johnny, we drafted him. No, I know. But he gelled quick when we started playing him right away. It's not like... But I feel like it's different because you've been through the system. Okay, fine. Let's, let's rewind then. Kadri gelled a lot better than Huberto. Kadri has played on different lines and has done consistently decent on different lines. Huberto, on the other hand, was benched some games. Yeah. Like in the third period and whatever, right? Like, uh, you know, look, <sighs> a guy like, like Rizishka, who's, I, th- I rate him. I think he's a good well, player. Well, he, he got he super dethroned, hot. Yeah, he's but, cooled off. But he dethroned, he dethroned Huberto. Uh, that was the same time Huberto had the injury. So I wouldn't yeah, say injury. it was a dethroning. It was an opportunity yeah. taken. But yeah, like, because he's done so much better since he got healed. Huberto hasn't. Ruzicka hasn't carried on that form either, though. Again, you shouldn't... If you're... My point is that if you're that player that we thought you were, there should be no chance that a, a young right, player right, comes in right. and takes yeah, your place. Yeah, your, your place should be cemented for sure. 100%. Yeah, right? I agree. I, agree. I, I took me a while to get to that point, but um, it's right. just been disappointing, for sure. So... Do you trade him? No. No. <laughs> no one's going to take him. Not yeah, at that contract. but... but it's still early. It's still early. It's yeah, still but dude, you're going to have this guy until he's yes, like 30 fucking but, nine. But the contract is untradeable. With this performance, the contract is untradeable. 100%. No, 100%. Who's, We're going to be stuck paying this guy for the last three years. Just mark my words. The last three years. We're the last three years of his contract, he's not going to play. We're just going to pay him. It's going to be the same fucking thing as Troy yeah, Brower. Yeah, because it was, it, was, it was all in now to win a cup in the next two, three years. That's yeah, what it was. It's, and it was honestly the... This is the situation you're given, and this is the this is the best return you. Can I think get. that's what that's what Tr- sticks to Tr- my Living mind. Living got the best return he could get. Listen, let's let's segue briefly. <laughs> Do you think the GM resigns in the summer? Uh no. Because I I'd agree. I've been hearing a lot of rumblings. You know, there was an article that came out on TSN that said, "Is he going to Toronto?" I think he's a highly coveted GM. I, I think he deserves better. That's why I'm saying no. Yeah. I, I, to be honest. Like, I, I agree. I think he's done everything he can do. And the people around him 
haven't performed. I, I think this could this will be contentious to like I'm 50 years old, but I'd be the inter- only the only guy I don't think he handled well was Johnny's last part of his contract. I, I think he handled that poorly. Otherwise, he's done pretty I, good. I, I disagree. Well, what most people do, and I don't give a fuck what any of you think, but like <laughs> I'm saying that like that's so, like I'm cherry picking a very questionable like thing that he did. That like to me, that's how good he was. Yeah, he did really well with what he was given. He made big ass trades when he needed to, and he he shook it up when he had to as well. And when he was in a corner, he actually did well. It's really not his fault that a lot of this stuff didn't pan out. Because if you rated those fucking trades when they happened, almost everybody in the league, like all the pundits out there were like, this fucking, this is genius. Like that Tim guy or what it's... No, every... I, like you every, and I, I still think that was, I thought it was an amazing trade. 100%. For, that was an amazing trade. Yeah, so I, have, I don't have any complaint. I think we trade did well. We also got a first round pick out of that. Yeah, but it wasn't and, the fucking right year for okay, that, though. Okay, all things, performance is not he, considered. He needed to do does, that 2023. It doesn't matter. He got Uyghur and Huberto signed. I know. That was I, amazing. I know. Amazing. I, and that was a time when the franchise was at one of its lowest points. Yeah, I don't... Dude, I, I like The lowest him. point being when you became a fan. The second lowest point being... Yeah, I think he's leaving under his own volition. I don't think he's going to re-sign under his own Listen, volition. Listen, I know you don't like him, Eric Francis, but I read the article about Trilliving Interview and the part about, you know, how's your contract going? He, it was two sentences. We've had talks. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, that, I, I think that is dangerous. Yeah, that, it, is that a, seems pretty negative. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going very well. I don't think I'm staying. Um, hopefully, I can win something for you guys. But you know what? He's a class GM. No hard feelings if he doesn't resign because he's going to go on and do something great for somebody else. Yeah, I and think so too. We were lucky we had him. He did a really, really good job. And we took a chance on him. And it's not like I don't think he'll be upset with the Flames because he wasn't a GM before us. He was an assistant GM in Phoenix, right? And we're like, you know what? Treliving, come here. BRGM. That's the way. That's the way to do it. That's the way yeah. to build a culture. That's the way to build a team. And I just think he was let down by people other than him. He did everything he could to support these players. You know, we we need a right winger. Let's go out and get James Neal. James Neal sucked, but everyone was happy when we got James Neal. This is a good deal. He's a good player. We finally got oh, that yeah, right he had winger a good who year comes in. That. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He was killing on Vegas. Troy Brower comes in. This is a great player. He's a big guy, big body, yep. physical player. He sucks. James Neal sucks. You know. And we still won that trade with Neal with uh, Lucic. Yeah, but. I mean, that was the best he could do. My point <laughs> is, Treliving has done everything he can possibly do to make this team better. And it comes down to. Everybody else around him figuring that out, but they just couldn't. So whatever happens with him happens. But yeah, and to be clear on the Eric Francis thing, like I, I don't. It's not that I don't like the guy. I you don't like Eric Francis. I, no, my I don't like Eric Francis. No, my problem is this: who likes Eric it's, Francis? It's these. No, but you're in a position. That's nice goal. You're in a position, right? As a reporter. I don't want my reporters to be soundboards for management. I want my reporter to report what the fuck is going on. So when he kind of had that like vindictive, like borderline vindictive shit against Johnny, like yeah. I really lost a lot of respect for that because 
I don't like you're kind of the shill for the club and or something happened between you and him, whatever. I don't like that. It's like the Larry Brooks thing with like Tortorella. Larry Brooks clearly doesn't like Tortorella. Tortorella clearly doesn't like him either. And they just sort of go at it and it's good for a soundbite, but it's not like, you know, when I want to read a Larry Brooks article, I want to read about what he thinks and what he's reporting, not John Tortorella is a fucking asshole. It's like, well, John Tortorella can kick your ass. Who gives a fuck, right? Like, it's, it's, a, it's a good first soundbite, but that's my issue with it. That's all. Like, it's not... I, I want more insight knowledge. Like, I would love to be in his... I would love to have his job. Knowing, working for the... Basically working for uh, a TV channel that covers the flames, and he only has to cover the flames, really. That's his job. That's a fucking sweet job. You and I would take that job all fucking day. Lots of people, and I like, wouldn't sit there and like we start my. We, we, we do this shit for free. We yeah, cover we're doing the it for fucking for free. free. Yeah, like we're doing this out of love. Okay, if I was getting paid to do that, I'm not going to sit there and do shill work for fucking some management or something. If that's what's going on, yeah, that's all. That that's my, you know, it's not a rant. I just I don't like how the guy gets no, you, flack. No, you you never rant on this. No, show. but it's like I you, know he gets a lot of flack too, and I think that's unfair because everyone gives him flack for. The way he reports, my flag for him is how he reports. That's all. Eric, keep up the good work. <laughs> Listen, in 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 five minutes or less, let's keep it short. Okay, that's not gonna happen. I'll time it though. How would you diagnose the? I think everyone knows about the goaltending situation. We've addressed that. Yep. How about the defensive play? In five minutes or less, I will say that it's underwhelming, but it's good enough. I mean, there have just been too many obvious mistakes for me. The underwhelming, I think, is generally they play well, but then they just make too many silly mistakes. Too many silly mistakes that I don't like. And other than that, it's just... It's not as good as I expected it. It's just not great. Yeah. On average, it's it's like a B. Here's what I like. I've been a bit right? aggressive on Anderson in the past, but I really like how he comes out to the press and says, I want to be an elite defenseman. I want to play more minutes. I want to do this. I want to be that guy. And for all intents and purposes, I believe he showed it. I like how Zadorov's played. Mm-hmm. I don't like how he played when Tanev was injured. Yeah. I think Hannafin has had a good season. I think Uyghur sucks <laughs> and needs to be a lot better. He needs to fulfill some kind of promise on that contract and money that we see because when he comes here, everyone's like, well, Flames are getting an amazing player. We need a, we need a guy who moves the puck and, and, and makes something happen, and he's just kind of been another another – Another body out there. What I do and like our our sorry our no, sixth sorry. our sixth guy Michael Stone has been good yeah. for the money we pay Michael Stone. I like it. I like having that option of that cannon from the blue line. Generally, he's defensively solid. Uh, have the other players amazed me who filled in for Stone? No, but when we're healthy and we have those six players, I'm all right. And it's amazing how we thought we had such deep D like Valamaki, Shillington, but now things have happened, and now we're short. We are short. 
So the, sorry, go that ahead. That Poirier kid is playing well, but yeah, it's but, too early okay, for him, Okay, we're right? talking about the Flames developing um, a prospect here. Let's yeah, not I know. even, let's let's not not even start. start. Why? Well, yeah, that. fuck me, right? Um, so I'm kind of looking at this as... Because <laughs> um, you cut me off pretty aggressively there. Not, yeah, I'm a very aggressive talk guy. Talk about my feelings now. Uh, I think I look at Anderson. I look at uh, Zadorov. Um, I'm looking at Tanev and Stone. Those four defenders, there's never a lack of trying when they're playing. Like, it's, it's a fairly consistently high effort, uh, att- like a high effort game day in, day out, more or less. I think Anderson sometimes drops off the odd game here and there, but by and large, those four guys show up consistently and put the effort in. I can see Anderson trying to be the next level. And I, I still stick to my guns at the season preview when I was like, I think Anderson's getting challenged this year. And I think he more or less is still, I think he's getting there. He's not there yet, but he's showing promise now. I agree. And, and consistently. And I used to be probably one of his bigger critics, right? Uh, when it comes to, you know, Tanev, it's incredible how much, how important he is to the team because we suck without him. It's kind of insane how bad we are without him. So to your point, the depth is, it's shallow. It's, it's not even like, you know, it's like a kiddie pool fucking shallow, right? Um, great, and, great analogy. Yeah, and horrible analogy. And uh, I like Stone. He's just, a, he's just the fucking, I'm there to play. You need me, I'm there, right? And Zadorov's like, fuck this. I'm going to go up and join the attack. He's got like five, six goals, man. It's not a small feat for this guy. So, by and large, I agree with you, but it, it is shitty that sometimes it feels like Hannafin and, like, Uyghur, like, Hannafin sometimes has that odd game where I'm like, dude, yeah, what the fuck? I just think he's right? been better. But he's been better. Uyghur, Uyghur. And it's taken him a long time to kind of fill his boots. Uyghur sucks. In my, yeah. Uyghur I wish, sucks right now. I wish he didn't, yeah, the, the classic Markstrom line, I suck right now. But, again, I respect that he owned it. Yeah, I mean, what? what? What are you going to do? Say I'm fucking amazing. It's the defense. <laughs> like, you know? I, I, yeah, yeah. Some players just don't do that. But I like that he did. I like it. Yeah. No, I know. So. Um, and I think, I think by and large, the forwards have been the most underwhelming part of this team. The forwards and our starting goalie. And everything has been, by and large, okay. No, um, the forwards have been the most underwhelming. Close second, Markstrom. Okay. Ladar has been the highlight. Okay, yeah, you're right. If and the, our, our decor has been... If the forwards were going to do what we thought they were going to do, then Markstrom's bad play gets kind of yeah, sh- overshadowed yeah, a bit, Yeah, right? but the forwards, you know, and I'm looking at star players, and I'm looking at... You know who else has been surprisingly good that we haven't mentioned that, I'll, that I usually rag on? Backland. Oh, yeah, Backlund's having a good year. Backlund's having a good year. Yeah, he's, he's playing uh, like playoff Backlund from last season. He's playing like season. playoff Backlund from last season. He's yeah. playing well. And yeah. every game you watch, it's like, well, Backlund's here to help someone adapt to being a flame. But even like on that, on that goal with uh, Coleman today, it was like Backlund entered the zone aggressively. Manjepani made that fucking check from behind the net. They won possession back from that four check from both those players, and then Coleman just put it. Yeah, it was a bit of a fluky backhand, but yeah. the fact that that position was created was because of what they were both doing. Right? But I, I guess as well, 
perhaps is me as I you know I'm becoming a more analytical podcaster and I'm, I'm I don't know about I'm that getting much better no. uh, I'm 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 watching more aspects of his game and I I feel more I like like I talked about Vladar earlier I feel more confident when he's out there 100% and he feels he feels very solid but also this year he's also given some offensive threat and I like that I yeah, like no, Backlund's playing what I thought he should have been five years ago. <laughs> or whatever, whenever that contract extension happened. Was it five? I don't know. But... No, it was like four. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's playing what I thought he should have played when he first signed that extension. All right. I mean, better late than never, right? Anything else before I uh, go into the the kind of line segment of this show? The over-under, so? The, over, the over-under. I'm good. All right. First one, do the Flames finish above third place in the Pacific? Under. So no, they don't. I say no. Okay, where do they finish? Probably fourth. <laughs> I so mean, they're getting card. it as they're a wild card. Wild yeah, card. I'm, getting, I'm thinking wild card. What do I think? Um, you were so sure on no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure on it. See, here's the thing. Do Edmonton and Calgary bump LA and Seattle? I don't think so. They're pretty far ahead. Does one of those bump one of those teams? Um, Listen, are we going to be better than LA in the second half of the season? I hope so. We need to be. So I think the Flames will finish. You know what? I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to say the Flames finish second. Okay, but can we just stay on this for a sec? So... We, we can. You know why? Because it's our show. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. There's no time limit. And you but, told everyone earlier. I know what you told them. What? Told them they can go fuck themselves. Well, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay. What do you want to say? <laughs> but we're getting dangerous here with, when, in terms of the gaps. To yeah, the teams we're getting us, dangerous, right? but I but think... We got two teams that are seven points ahead, right? So that's three games ahead of us already, right? So, <laughs> excuse me. So... As you as you progress in these games, and the more like the less, the more often you go five hundred in like some spurts of like yeah, three four yeah, weeks, yeah. those those seven points become ten, yeah, become twelve, yeah. Especially if but the Golden Knights. That's assuming those other teams right. keep up that kind of absolutely phenomenal form they've been playing. Right, but even if they drop a bit, you're either at that seven point gap, nine point gap, or maybe a ten twelve point gap. It's tough. You're right, but I'm just saying they're going to do it. We're going to do it. No, I know. I'm saying... It's a miracle. I'm, I'm not saying you're going to be wrong. I'm just saying that like, for, what, for that to happen, we need two variables to go our way. One, we need to be better, and two, they need to start sucking a bit. Okay. Which could happen. Okay. No, it's important to know that. Why you got to... You, you listen, sit there listen, and talk about yeah, analytics. I, I, I just... Giving you the fucking numbers here, man. We don't often have numbers Flames, ready. Flames finish with more than 102 points. Ooh. Or sorry, 101.5. Why are you got to... Just call 102. No, because... Well, what? Am I going to bet literally 102? 101.5. I want to say yes. You're taking the over? Yeah, I'm taking the over. Me too, because I said they're going to finish second. So Yeah, but I'm, I'm not as bullish as you. Okay. But it's probably you still probably have to have 100 points. We're man. at, what, 49 points right now, Yeah. 43 games played. Yeah, you still need to. I th- we have to get 
more than 52 points or 51 points in 39 games. Yeah, which is essentially 24, 25. Basically 24 wins and then uh, and the a U- bunch of usual OT losses overtime whatever, losses. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a lot. Yeah, I, yeah I think they can get I think we can get 24 wins. Yeah, I think so too. So okay. Yeah, I'll go we'll, over we'll be on over that. 101.5. Yeah. I think I'd be under like 110. Okay. Yeah, I'd be under well, 110. I'll give too. you but I'll give I'm you under, my limits. I'm under 125. How about that? <laughs> I mean, 110 is not the that lines far. Here? Okay, fine. 105. Uh, we're under that. Really? Yeah. We're going to finish with like 104, 103. Okay, I that that's kind of what I wanted to hear. What where you think it is? Yeah, this okay. is why I said I thought about this to make it difficult. Well, that's why, like I, because I think we'll have a hundred. But I think yeah, that's. I it. think we'll have a hundred. Yeah. Well, then you should have said under, because I yeah, said okay, the line one hundred one five. Okay. I repeat. It, it, go fuck yourself. I'll go under. Okay. I'm just saying. You know. I'm just saying. Sorry. Sorry. You're for, telling me. You're not saying. Okay. There is a Flames player. <laughs> So I know you brought up the flame stats. No one has more than 40 points right now. There's a flames flare who finishes the season with more than 80 points. Uh, yes. Okay. I think one, only one player though. Only one player. Cause you're asking one player, right? Let's just be clear on the over under here. Like, is it? Yeah. Only one player. It okay. can be, it can be Kadri. It can be Huberto. It can be Lindholm. It can be Toffoli. Okay. Cause I don't think it'll be more than one player is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Just one, one more okay. than 80 points. Yes. Okay. Over. Yeah. And if you had to guess, who is it? I think Lindholm's going to like really okay. go crazy. I'd say, I'd say Kadri. Okay. If I had to, but I don't think there will be. Oh really? You're under? No, I think we're under. I think we're gonna go pure depth the whole way, and I think hmm. Manjupani's gonna turn it up a little. It's, Backlund's gonna turn it up a little. It's probably a good bet. We're gonna have a lot of solid sixty, seventy point seasons. My my bet is nah, a. I mean, I'm really torn. Someone might get over one. No, but I think my bet is more optimistic than yours. Yours is realistic. The yeah. Way, the way the way it's going, it's it's gonna end up that way. Yeah. Yeah. Unless like. Lindholm has like some six game goal scoring streak and then he starts really like Okay. Between Peltier and by a long shot <clears throat> Matthew Phillips, they get more than one point five starts before the end of the season. B- under. <laughs> They're not gonna get any starts anymore. Peltier might get one. Wow, he's traveling with the team. I wonder what Phillips is doing for a fucking two weeks. <laughs> gives what? a fuck. He's going man. to the AHL All Star game. Good, because he earned it, and he does well. It's an under. <laughs> under one point. I am that fucking bearish Sutter playing those guys. Okay. Vladar, are you over or under? Vladar starts more than... Hang on, oh, hang on. Where, where were you on that one? I'm going to go over. I feel like between the two of them, there'll be more than two starts. Okay. Um, over or under, Vladar starts... 11.5 games for the rest of the way out. Over. Over? I think so. Yeah, that line might have been too low. What if I set it at yeah, like, that was pretty what low. if I set it at 16 points? What because if I set I, it at half? I'm thinking half he's is gotta less? Play, I'm got I'm thinking he's gotta at least play eleven. Half is less? I, I'd say half is half is a uh, that's a tough one. Okay, so if I put it at twenty one game under twenty, sure, twenty point five. Yeah, so I think 
it's a long shot to say over, but I'm going to say over anyway. Okay. I'd I say I take the under on that. I, I think he's going to become the number one. Give it like five more games. If, if Markstrom becomes just, he continues to be shit, I think Sutter's like, Kate, that's it. We've tried 60, 70% of the season. Like, we can't do this anymore, right? Yeah. That, that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think okay. it's plausible. Anyway. I mean, Sutter will do that to make the playoffs. You got to think. I'll go over. Okay. I'm going to take the under. Okay. I hope you're wrong. Um, I think, I think I'm, getting, I'm getting close to the end. Last one. <laughs> Edmonton Oilers make the playoffs. Fuck that. I don't want to answer this goddamn. <laughs> fuck the Oilers. Nobody gives a flying fuck about that team. Under. <laughs> Good. I hope they don't make the playoffs ever again in my lifetime. All right. And we, how far do we go in the playoffs? First round. First round out. Yeah. We I'm don't. Gonna, I'm going to go second round. I'm going to say fine. we. I, I hope you're right. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope we win it. <laughs> okay. Good one. Thank you. Good one. Yeah. Do you, you have really any? That, do you have any that you want to do? <laughs> I want to do a lot of things. <laughs> well, any over underlines that you know you. Um. You're thinking about. You you can think. Do you I, think? Do you I think? I can carry the airtime. Do you here. think Zadorov will have ten goals? How many has he got now? Um, six. Ah uh, no, under. I'm gonna go over. Good, but I just don't think. I just think he's been too too good for it. It's too good to be true. <laughs> wow, it's man. too good to be true. I'm texting Zadorov right now. Uh, yeah. Um. I think that's a good one, though, because he's got six. You're halfway yeah. there, right? But it's too good to be true. He doesn't have any power play time, really. I guess that's and true. And so six goals not on the power play for a defenseman who's of Zadorov's, you know, uh, profile is amazing. I know. So, and, and it's all fucking de- offensive awareness as a defender. Yeah, joining and I, I like play. the way he plays. And, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Any Flames player, any, uh, will have 30 or more goals. Yes. The highest goal right now is 16 with Kadri. No. <laughs> that, that's a damning stat. Uh, I, I'm going to stick with my original answer. Yes, someone's going to get there. Someone's going to get there. Someone's going to get a 30. Because we're going to need someone to turn it up here in the second half. And okay. I think someone will step up when push comes to shove. Whether it's Kadri, Lindholm, uh, Huberto, Toffoli, whatever. Toffoli's at 15, right? He could get 30. Yeah. Just okay. takes a couple games where, you know, two goals here, hat trick here, that's, that's five, right? So. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think I'm going to go with yes. We'll get one over 30. 30.5 then would be the line on that. And yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over two. I'm I contradicting think. myself because I said no one I know. Over I was about 80, to but, say. You know, whatever. Like, <laughs> I was about this. Yeah, but you could still get thirty goals and yeah, only I know, like but it's unlikely. Thirty but assists. Listen, I hope I'm wrong. I'm. I hope I'm right on the thirty goal thing and wrong on the other thing. But yeah, I don't know. We should make a note to revisit this at Epis- the end of the episode eighty nine. Yeah, episode eighty nine. We're gonna come back in the summer and be like, "Wow, we suck." Do you think Lucic will get scratched? No, again for no. the rest of the season. No, I don't. Sutter likes Lucic, and the only reason he got scratched was because he really sucked. But now Sutter has found a way for Lucic not to suck because 
lo and behold, when you play with really good hockey players on second line minutes, you don't suck. So, yeah. And but I, I guess- mean, I, I, again, contrary to that, if you gave that time to someone else, um, maybe they might not suck either. I leave to you, dear listener, who someone else might be. But and this is not a over under question, but this will be my last one. With all the scrutiny that Sutter saw from at least the fans, whenever things were not looking good this year, because the scrutiny was bad. Yeah, like if you yeah, looked yeah. at our Twitter feed and stuff, it was it was ugly. That's right? like you said earlier in the podcast. We are you know on the precipice of self implosion, but we just avoid it. We just avoid it. And yeah. now now Sutter's job isn't under under uh, under threat. No, but it was. It or, was. or at least to fans, sure. they thought he perceived, should go. Perceived, right. perceived threat. Perceived threat. So my question is, if the Flames don't make the playoffs, does Sutter see the full years of his extension? Now, that can include him being coach half of next year or whatever. I'm saying oh, that does he, he doesn't see the full. No, he doesn't if the see, Flames yeah. don't make the playoffs, there's no way he goes. But I'm, I'm saying that is extension. this year that, you know, if he doesn't make the playoffs Does he get this fired year, this year if we don't? He gets fired this year if we don't make the playoffs. Yeah, I think or so Or fired too. or shuffled upstairs or something. Well, if he gets shuffled upstairs, then send this fucking franchise back 20 fucking years because that's what happened last time. But yeah, he's not... Uh, if we don't make the playoffs, he's not the coach next year. I'm going to agree with that. Yeah. Because we're already kind of saying... We're both thinking Trelleving's done anyway. I It saddens me to say this, but yes, I think it. But again, that's... His decision, it sounds Listen, like. Listen, I, I don't feel like a GM who wants to say you leave it to the last minute. Just look at our star player who, oh, maybe he's going to re-sign June 30th. No. Yeah. Same with Trey Living. If he wanted to stay, it would have been done. He would have been extended. He would have been extended after the uh, Huberto Uyghur thing. This guy's great. Sign him up for another five years. We sat on our hands. Hey, for better or for worse, who knows? But that's what we did, right? So here we are. My last one, and this is not, I'm saying it's the last one this time because it's not a Flames related question, but it's going to be a first overall question. So, right now, I'm going to tell you all the last place teams in each div, and then you tell me who's going to get the first overall. Say it ended today Toronto. I'm kidding. Go go ahead. The Canadians have 37 points. Yeah. The Blue Jackets have 26. <laughs> what did you say? They have 26 points? They have 26, 26 points, points. In 41 games. Oh, Johnny, you're a, you're a disgrace to hockey, man. Blackhawks have 26 points. <laughs> with one less game, though. <laughs> so they could just move on ahead of the fucking Blue Jackets. And the Ducks have 28. So it's a pretty tight race to being shit. Who do I think he's going to go to? So say the season ended today. You got the Blackhawks, Ducks... Or Blue Jackets or Blue Canadians. Jackets or Canadians, who all more or less have a pretty similar chance in the sense of being dead last, but say it ended today. I'm going to go with Anaheim, just because it's going to be another Pacific superstar that's going to screw us. It does feel like it's going to go to Anaheim. Yeah. I've been saying I'd, that too. I'd love it to be like the East Coast, Montreal. It feels like the NHL would is love to Columbus see... Columbus is in the Central, right? Uh think so yeah yeah so i'd love it to be the east coast but no it's gonna be it's gonna the columbus is the metropolitan it's gonna be anaheim i think it's gonna be anaheim too because you have the exciting zegras yeah and you don't want to pair you don't want bedard to go to a city like columbus well i could see him also going to chicago because it 
Maybe. It's a big, it's a big name it's, team. It's a big name team, and, and they're in the refresh. stage of like, oh, we're gonna rebuild, and it's a refresh for sure. So, but, but I feel I'm leaning Anaheim too. But it's gonna be either Anaheim or Chicago. I don't see it being the Blue Jackets. I don't see it being uh, the um, what's it called? Fuck, the Canadians, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't see the Canadians getting them because I don't think the NHL wants or cares about Canadian teams at all. So, I agree. I, I don't like even though Montreal's a big market team. I think the NHL thinks they'll benefit more out of a Chicago or Anaheim. I agree. I'm saying that the fucking Basically, system's rigged. You're saying it's corrupt. I'm saying it's corrupt ever since Edmonton yeah. fucked the, the system up. Well, then I I mean, how does the NHL not care about Canadian teams when Edmonton got four out of seven? Well, that's why I'm saying they cheated the system. The NHL's like, we got to change the rules because <laughs> all the good players are going to a city that nobody gives a fuck about. And or doesn't know exists. They're like the Palestine of the NHL. Like nobody oh. knows like <laughs> wow. that they exist. You know? They don't it's not a real team. <laughs> that's that's it. We're done. Episode eighty nine. Thank you so much. It's been good. Wherever you're listening from, um, we appreciate it. <laughs> Go Flames, go. Have yourselves a great morning, good afternoon, wonderful night. We'll be back in about two weeks. Bye-bye. The course of the heart in you is faster than you want it. Bleeding out of hydrogen. The best you made of violence. Come on, come on.